Previously on Modular. Bradley narrowly survived the monumental explosion in the dwarven mine. He and Quinn were rewarded by the dwarves for their efforts in the mine, but as they set out towards Phandalin, they had to fight off orcish scouts looking for a new home. In town, Bradley met Inverna Nightbreeze, the cold sheriff who seemed more concerned with orcs than dragons. He received a letter from his dear old dad, Ander Copper, but decided not to reply. Bradley and Quinn, without an assigned quest, decided to set out towards the Tower of Storms in search of some treasure. Will their new crab ally lead them to riches, or will harpies rip them to shreds before they gain their loot? Welcome. My name is Luke Job. My name is Thorne George. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. That's right. These are the pre-written stories made up by the guys who made up Dungeons & Dragons. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them. For you. Why would we do that, Luke? Well, Thorin, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who has already been in this particular campaign, and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you're my sister. <laughs> uh, but y'all should be warned, each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we are running. And Thorin, there is another warning we should offer them. That's right, Luke. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, uh, treason, treachery, warfare, and violence. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. I kind of said two of them at the same time. That was pretty redundant. Well, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session six of Dragon of Icepire Peak... You have rolled initiative. This harpy descends upon you, just screeching. Quinn just immediately rushes up to her and punches her right in the face. He deals to her. Nine points of damage. He just cracks her in the nose and he says, I'm tired of fucking fighting, all right? It's getting old quick. He deals nine damage to her. And only one harpy has descended upon you. It's your turn, Bradley. 
only one has descended upon me. Can I do like a it's like an one for both to of see you? How many are there? There oh one for both of us. Yeah, there's three, but the other two uh, are up above. They're calling down to you. One of them says, "You got you got a flat butt. You got flat pancake butt cheeks." And the other one calls out and says, "Your nose is too long and you look stupid." My nose is not too long. How dare they? Your nose is way too long, muchacho. I am going to... How... Are they close together? The the two that are calling out to you? Yeah. They are, they are close to each other. They're very far from you. They are probably 100 feet out and 100 feet up. Of course. So there's only this one near me? Yeah, right? it's right in front of Quinn... 10 feet in front of you. Then I'm going to use my hand crossbow. Okay, perfect. To shoot at this stupid ass, ugly ass, noodlehead, bird ass motherfucker. And that's going to be a 10, which I don't think hits. That's a miss. Yeah, that's what I. But almost a hit, if that makes you feel any better. Was there AC like 11 or something? Yep. Mm. This harpy... Oh no, metagaming. I need to be quiet. These harpies have these giant wings on their back, obviously. They have these clawed feet, and their hands are humanoid. Um, boobies bouncing. They got, they got no modesty. They're holding clubs, so they make one club attack and one claw attack. So she's going to okay. swing... Quinn misses with the club, misses with the claws. She swings, he ducks down. He's way shorter than what she's used to fighting. She then claws at him, and he just pushes her claws away from him. It's his turn. He's going to grab her ankle, try and punch her right in the kneecap sideways, (laughs) try and turn her kneecap sideways. He hits. Does eight points of damage. He just cracks her in the knee. She calls out, Ah! Trick me! Your turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and shoot her again. Okay, perfect. 13 plus 4. Does that hit? Hits. Cool. And that's a D6 plus 2. So that's gonna be 5 damage. Nice. You shoot her right in her harpy tit. And she says... Ugh, your nose is hideous. Why are these hoppies so mean? Quinn says, don't don't listen to their words, Mr. Copper. You got a great nose. I know I do. It was it was like it was chiseled by the gods, but <laughs> Quinn gets whacked in the head with a club as he's talking to you about your nose, and then I drop my die. It's a small table in a small closet. He then is missed by the claws. But <laughs> He gets bonked. He gets bonked for five <laughs> damage. Cracks him over the head, and he says, "Okay, um, let's keep let's keep paying attention now. What's uh, what's your max HP? Twenty four. Ah, uh, cool. Well, it is your turn, Mister. Staying in the back and not getting hit. It's not Quinn's turn. Quinn. Oh, it is Quinn's turn. Jesus Christ." As he gets bonked, he tries to punch her again. Hits her again. Quinn is on fire. 
another eight points of damage to this harpy. How much HP do these things have? Um, 38 each. I'm not doing any math right now. I'm going to try and shoot her with my crossbow once more. That's going to be a 14 to hit. That's a hit. That's going to be three damage. All right. She's still standing. She's still standing. And she goes, yeah, and she flies over Quinn and is coming at you, but Quinn gets an attack for opportunity. Quinn uh, shoots up like a bottle rocket as she tries to lunge over him towards you, protecting you fearfully. His thumbs just land straight into her eye sockets, and he kills her. She falls down to the ground, Jesus. and he says, Got your back, Mr. Copper. Also, I'm in the lead. Four to three. These other two harpies are just calling out to you. One says, mm, you, killed, you killed my sister! I can't believe you killed my sister! And the other one says, Your big stupid nose killed her. She died from fright at your, looking at your ugly face. Are you going to come down here and attack us, or are you just going to talk shit up there? Do you want them to come down and attack you? I mean, not necessarily. I just... Are they just going to keep talking shit the whole time? Well, you could get closer to them. But but if you want them to come down, I'll, I'll make you roll a persuasion check. No. I actually, I want to do an intimidation. And I want to say, You're right, and my ugly nose will kill you too if you try and mess with us. Mm. And I have a plus six to intimidation. Okay. And I rolled a 16. 16 plus 6? No, it's 16 total. Oh, yeah. They laugh at you. One of them bends over <laughs> and moons you, spreads her butt cheeks. It's hideous. You've never seen a harpy butthole mm-hmm. until now. You wish you hadn't seen it. Uh, one of them calls out and says, mm, I'll, I'll eat your bones. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, gonna, gonna dine on your marrow, baby. Um, Quinn says, Mr. Copper, we can, we can kick their asses. He says, I'm, I'm going to roll with disadvantage to try and shoot at one of them. Uh, he pulls out his hand crossbow and this is definitely beyond the reach of a hand crossbow, but I, yeah, he, he fires his hand crossbow into the air. Uh, you know, oh, what's that? A point break style. Uh, he's just, ah, um, firing it up into the air. What would you like to do? I mean, there's still just this pathway to walk along. Like, right. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to keep going up that pathway. Yeah. I'm going to try and get closer to them. Perfect. So you're just going up these rough-hewn stairs that are kind of carved into the rock. And as your elevation gains, you realize the tide can no longer take this area out. And you're kind of on this rocky plateau. It's about 80 feet above the water. And as you're looking out, you can see the wreckage of um, of these different ships. There's there's at least two ships that you can see that are wrecked in the water. As and how far away from here are the harpies? The har- I mean, keep going with your description, but I just want to know. The harpies are probably another 20 feet above you now. Like, you, you walked a good bit. Um, and they're 40 feet to the south of you. 
as you so they're like sixty feet away. Yeah, that's fine. As you uh, kind of make it up here, the the seas kind of splashing against you as these waves crash into the rocks. The harpies say, "Okay, now you're in trouble." <laughs> and uh, they they fly out. So you're on a plateau. To the south yeah. of you, they were elevated up on this wall of this lighthouse. They're flying out over the plateau and, like, above the sea. So they're flying away from you. But then one of them begins to sing a luring song. Uh, in me- <laughs> I'll, I'll sing you a song. It sounds like... Oh, come here, let me eat you. And you are thinking, this is a terrible song. What's going on? Quinn, on the other hand, seems a bit affected. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck, because that's right, because I am... Elven. You can't be charmed. Yeah. Well, I'm half elven. But still. Quinn need an 11, and he got a 10. He looks to you, Mr. Copper, and he says, Oh, jeez, Mr. Copper. Such a pretty song, the idea of her sucking out my bone marrow. And he <laughs> begins walking towards her. But... No, Quinn, don't do it! <laughs> but you know that if he continues to walk towards her, he's going to fall off this plateau and fall 80 feet, probably to his death. Um... He's got about 20 feet until he makes it to the cliff. What do you do? How close to me are, are these harpies? Uh, she's like 200 feet away. God damn it. Okay, well, I'm going to move 30 feet to get closer to these harpies. Okay, you can only really move like 20 feet until you're at this cliff, cliff's edge. I don't. So then they would be 180 feet for me? Yeah. I don't really have I don't really have anything that can do anything against these harpies. What's the range so of So I'm your just crossbow? going to The range of my crossbow is 30 feet or 120 with disadvantage. Mm. So they're far outside the range. Mm. So So what I'm going to do I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have to give Quinn a bardic inspiration um, to see if he can roll out of this spell. Okay. I'm gonna say Quinn. Remember what was the name of that uh, that gnome that he hooked up with? Didi. Didi. I say <sighs> Quinn. Remember Didi. Much better looking than this. You don't want this. This ugly, wretched bird thing. Mr. Copper, her wings are so infatuating. He is going to try and make the save again with Bardic Inspiration. Alright, so he rolled a 5. Plus 1 is 6. Plus 1 from Bardic Inspiration is 7. Quinn continues to walk forwards. He's about to pass you. He says, "All all I want is to get my head squished between them wings 
he is about to step off the cliff. What do you do? Can I stop him? Can I do like an athletics to physically stop him? Yeah, you just want to grapple him? Yeah. Yeah, let's make opposed athletics. And I'll say his is disadvantaged. Cool. Cool. 13. Seven. You grab him up <laughs> under his little armpit, and you just kind of lay him on the ground. And I'm going to let, let him make one more save uh, as, as you physically restrain him, because uh, he was about to fall to his death. You just kind of pull <laughs> him away. Um, I'm sure many a parent at the Grand Canyon has had a similar experience. He rolled a three plus one is four. He's still charmed. Mr. Copper, get off of me. It's my fate. It's my fate to be with them harpies. It's amazing how alluring their song Can is. I, Can I slap him across the face Mr. to try and knock him Mr. out of Mr. Copper, it? I don't like you nearly as much as I like these harpies. Get off of me. Yeah, you can slap him. Roll me an attack roll. Do I have to... An attack roll? Yeah. With advantage, he's prone. Okay. Um, if I miss this... <laughs> so... For an unarmed strike, that would be, I get a plus three, so it's 17. 17 to hit. You smack him in his face. Uh, He shoots up. Mr. Copper, why are you smacking me? What did I do to you? You were charmed by those harpies. (laughs) Look at them, they're hideous. One's flying at us right now. Uh, as you turn, the one who was trying to lure him realizes her spell is gone, and we're still in the same initiative. Quinn says, uh, thanks for the assist, pulls out his hand crossbow, and shoots at her as she's flying towards you. Nat 20. I'm proud of my little man. He deals her 10 points of damage as he shoots her right in the clavicle. She screams out, oh, my own bone marrow. Um, <laughs> she's, I'll say, 60 feet from you now. 60 feet from us now. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to use then. Uh, I'm going to cast the spell Cloud of Daggers. Oh, shit. So if anything enters that spot, they're going to. Take 44 damage, basically. So you're just casting it, like, in her path? I'm just casting it, like, on her. Okay, so she doesn't make a save or anything? No. All right. It just summons a cloud of daggers. Okay. And that will be... 11 points of damage. Damn. This cloud of daggers... It's a cumulonimbus cloud because of the dark and stormy skies. Pops out of nowhere. She takes four. It's a. It's just a. It's a five foot cube. All right. Well, so all these little daggers shoot into her, but she keeps screeching towards you. Oh, you you sent your nose daggers after me. Um. She's. Your nose is hideous. Your nose looks like a beak. Nah, yours. Yours does, ugly ugly pants. She flies straight towards you, claws out. Because you and Quinn are right next to each other, she's like dive-bombing you with her feet, and she's swinging the club at Quinn. Okay. Club strike cracks Quinn in the nose. 
claws sink into your chest. Quinn takes Quinn takes five points of damage. Now my AC has gone up. What's your AC? Higher it's fourteen. Higher than a twenty? Didn't think so. Oh god no. <clears throat> Dirty twenty, don't worry. Um you take five points of damage as well. As these claws sink okay. into you. Um the other harpy from the wall descends down and says, I got your back, sister. Um, their voices are all over the place. <laughs> uh, club coming for you. And she's trying to bonk you right on the top of the head, a little bunny foo-foo style. She misses. And she claws right at your hideous nose. Oh, my gosh. 16 to hit. Claws streak across your fake, and you take nine points of damage. Nine points of damage? That's fine. It's Quinn's turn. He tries to pounce on the one that just clawed you in the chest. Uh, Not one, but he's a halfling. And 17. He's definitely going to do it. Oh, shit. Max damage for Quinn. He deals 11 points of damage. Can I... <clears throat> can you use the Sending Stones as a reaction? How does... Can I... Uh, it's Go to the Sending Spell. Let me look that up really quick. I'm looking it up, too. So... 25 I don't words. think you can use it. Yeah, it's an action. As a reaction. It's an action. Fuck. Okay. Quinn just punches this this harpy right in the spine, kind of cracks, her back cracks, and uh, she screams out in pain. Bradley, what do you do? You've got two harpies right in melee range. I One is severely damaged from, also. How far from me is the cliff's edge? Like 10 feet. 10 feet? Yeah. I, fuck. I mean, I'm going to have to do this. It's the best way to hit them both. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, second level. Um, so I need her, I need the two Harpies and Quinn to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Quinn gets a six. Weakened Harpy gets a 19. And... Healthy Harpy gets a three. Okay, well, that's... So Quinn and the Healthy Harpy take uh, 11 points of damage, Holy and they both get pushed 10 fuck. feet from me. And then the uh, Hurt Har- Harpy takes five. Okay, the Hurt Harpy... Uh, Blood shoots from her ears as she hears this this power cord you let rip, and she just kind of limply collapses. The other one calls out, Oh, you, you blew your nose hideously, and you killed my sister. Um, but she's pushed back 10 feet, I'll say, towards the cliff. She kind of mm-hmm. goes off the cliff, but she has wings, so she just beats them and stays up. Quinn does not go off the cliff uh, because he was adjacent to you. He just kind of slides to the left. 
Take it back now, y'all. And I say sorry, Quinn. And then as a bonus action, I can't do that because I do not have it as a cantrip. Never mind. Yep. Quinn says, no, it's fine, Mr. Cropper. I'm at 5 HP, but I'm glad that you, you took one of them out. Uh, he's, he's panting heavily. The, the heartbeat that you just sent over the cliff comes right back for you. Swings her club. Misses. Tries to claw you. Misses. You do a, uh, a Matrix-style dodge as these claws reach towards your face. You dodge them expertly. Quinn, now ten feet off, pulls out his little light crossbow, or hand crossbow one more time. Fires it. Nat 20 again. Nice, Quinn. Um, Quinn deals 12 points of damage. As he shoots her right in her hip, she kind of seizes up, crunches to the <laughs> side, and uh, that's an opportunity for you to strike her down. Bonus action, I'm going to use healing word on Quinn. I'm going to say, Quinn, you're doing so great. I'm so glad to have you as my partner. And that is going to give him uh, five points of health back. All right, so you're both at ten. And then I am going to shoot. No, I'm going to use my dagger to, because she's right within melee range of me, right? Yeah. I'm going to pull out my dagger and try and slice at her. Okay. That's going to miss. All right. It's a two. Well, it's a it's a six to hit. Yeah. Fe- feathers to the face. As you distractedly miss her. She is going to move away from you. She says, if I'm going to kill one of you, it's going to be the little one. The cute little one that's not ugly in any way. And is way cuter than you. Make me an attack for opportunity against her. Okay. That's going to be a 13 to hit. That hits. Am I using my dagger or my crossbow? It would be dagger. Melee attack. That's going to be four damage. Okay. You slice her in the wing, barely cutting her. She comes for Quinn. She swings her club, and it bounces off of his armor. But her claws sink into his mm. cheeks and just kind of dig in. And Quinn takes six points of damage as he cries out, Oh, get off me, you weird bird lady. Um, he's down to four HP. It's his turn. Now that she's kind of clung to his face, elevated, he's just going to grab her feet and try to yank her down. And we'll call that a fist attack. Not one, but he re-rolls. And a three. He just kind of massages her bird feet. Ah, does that feel better for you? Um, Bradley, Quinn is in some serious danger, and it is your turn. Quinn is in some serious danger. I'm going to pull out my uh, hand crossbow and try and shoot this lady. Okay. That's going to be a 14 to hit. Uh, That's a hit. That will... Three damage. Uh, crossbow bolt sticks into her ass cheek. It's nice and meaty. Doesn't do as much damage as you would like. She says, ah! Kind of like that. And... Hold on, wait. Yes? I'm going to 
give another bardic inspiration. I say, Quinn, I know you're trying your hardest, and you also give the best foot massages. So take that as you will. Yeah, he does. This is great. Um, and that will give him another bardic inspiration. Okay. It's her turn. She is going to try and clinging to him. You know, he's on the ground standing. She's elevated above him, clinging to his face with her claws. She's just going to try and bonk him right on the head with this club. She misses. He ducks to the side. She's going to try and pull her claws back up across his face. She misses. Uh, I don't know how she misses. She just let, The foot massage was so nice. She releases the tension in her toes, and she does not claw him at all. Mr. Copper's... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Copper. You're Mr. Copper. Gwen says, Mr. Copper, I think I got this one now. Uh, that's gonna be a miss, but he's got bardic inspiration. Your words have inspired me, sir. Oh, yeah. Quinn takes her legs, and he's gonna try and snap them out like a wishbone. And he does just that. You hear a sickening... And she falls to the ground dead. And he says, well, I tell you, that's about as close to gynecology as I ever want to come. And uh, he wipes some blood off of his face and says, the important thing, Mr. Copper, is I'm still in the lead. Five to four. And uh, he kind of collapses to the ground. He's got four HP. What would you like to do? I'm going to go up to him, and I'm going to uh, just put my little hand, put my hand on his little forehead, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. All right. Which should give him good HP. Let's see. It's going to give him eight health back. Nice. Back up to twelve. Um. And then I'm also I also want to do the same to myself. He says, Mr. Cover, we maybe just could take a short rest right here. Okay, well, it's too late, because I already gave myself five hit points back. Okay. Um, you heal yourself. But yeah, we can take it. We can also take a short rest. I say, you know, I I agree with that. Let's, let's, let's rest for a minute before we... I mean, we still have a few hours before um, high tide, right? No, I think so. Yeah, I'm no no sailing man. Yeah, but... no, we should be we should be fine. All right. Well, yeah, the two of you you haven't entered this lighthouse yet. Uh, the green, glowing, pulsing heartbeat is much louder now, but it kind of rhythmically rocks the both of you to sleep for an hour. You have three hit That's die. It. You can spend spend as many as those as you please. I gain eleven health back, which is more than I need. So I'm back to full health. I only have one spell slot. That's cool. That's fine. Quinn spends two of his hit die to get back to full health. So he has one left over. Uh, both of you are back up to full. Uh, oh, Quinn also now has second wind. I should have remembered that as a bonus action. Um, but he didn't die, so it's fine. Um, and he also crits on 19 or 20, but I didn't roll a 19 in that fight. Okay. The two of you uh, are well-rested. You wake 
to see mist splashing in the face as the tide begins to rise just slightly, but you're well above the tide. You're 80 feet above the sea. But these yeah. huge waves are crashing down. There is a door to this lighthouse, and you see this symbol is carved into these double wooden doors. It's three lightning bolts kind of all right next to each other, and on each door the symbol is the same. It's three lightning bolts. Can I, standing back, can I shoot my crossbow at the lightning bolt? Yeah, sure. Do I have to roll? Yeah, roll to hit. Okay. It's going to be a 15 to hit. It shunts into the door. Nothing happens. I feel like this is a trap. I feel like those are runes, like trapped runes. Quinn kind of looks at you and he pushes the door open and says, um, wait, wait, you're talking about, oh, on that door? Did, oh, should I not open that? Uh, but the door opens completely fine. I guess not then. Um, let's go inside. You walk into a foyer, a uh, foyer, 15 foot high ceilings are in this room. It's dusty. There's not much in here. But there are uh, some windows that you peer through, and you can see uh, two masts of different ships than you had seen before, kind of jutting out of the water. So you see that okay. there's there's at least two more sunken ships. So you know there's at least so there's at least four at ships. least four ships. Yeah. So you're in this in this foyer. Um, there's a set of double doors to your north west and to your south there's a single door okay um that's that's all you got that's all i got i i say to quinn i say what if we both peek through one of these doors each and report back here in the middle to see what we see through on the other side that's perfect let's do it um, what, so I'm going to go to the double doors. All right. Do you want to do this stealthily? Yeah. Stealth checks. I think, I think stealth would be Stealth checks. Beneficial. And Quinn wears chainmail, so he will be disadvantaged. Ching, 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 You, what'd you roll on your stealth? I haven't rolled yet. I'm checking my stealth right now. Let me roll. <laughs> Not good. I rolled a seven. And Quinn rolled a seven. So together, the two of you, uh, yeah, Quinn sounds like a bag of tin cans moving towards a door, and you are just audibly farting the entire way. You just, um, must have been. I thought I could sneak it out <laughs> while he wasn't uh, we, near We me. hate those. We hate those. You think you can sneak them out. Never trust a fart. You both peer through your doors, not knowing how unstealthy you are. Through through yours, you it's just there's a spiral staircase leading up. This is the actual lighthouse. Um, okay, and you see that kind of kind of looking in. Um, now Quinn sees the walls of this fifteen foot high room are adorned with frescoes that depict ships being tossed on stormy seas. Frescoes? Yes. Like the soda? Uh, frescoes. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Fresca if you want to sponsor our podcast. Uh, there's, a, there's a dark and terrible god looming above these sh- sunken ships smiling. Set into the west wall is a dirty, salt-encrusted window. A stone altar with lightning bolts carved into it stands against the south wall. A metal rod descends from the ceiling above the altar, splitting in two before it beds itself in the stone. So uh, Quinn comes back to you and says, Mr. Copper, I, I, yeah, I'm go back. I, I I'm got some back pretty interesting stuff. I found some stairs. What did you find? Oh, lots of cool stuff. There's tons of fresca. It's, it's sponsored. It's awesome. Oh, no. I am quite parched. <laughs> uh, the two of you walk in here. So you see the nothing like a can of grapefruit soda. Um. Yeah. You see this. Um. There's this, you know, picture of this terrifying god. There's this metal rod sticking um from the ceiling, kind of coming down. Um. And. Who the hell did this elf worship? Um. Mr. Copper, uh, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, maybe maybe really study that 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 portrait there. Uh, and if you want to, please go ahead and make me a perception check. Perception. Not sorry. I don't know why I said um, perception. Religion. Oh, I was gonna say I'm really good at perception. Not as good with religion. That's gonna be a ten. Ten religion. No idea, but he looks badass. This god is cool as hell. <laughs> um, the only other real thing in here is the... Can I do an investigation to see if there's anything worth noticing? Yeah, make me an arcana check, not an investigation. Arcana, okay. <laughs> Let's see. That's even worse than the last one. It's a seven. Quinn, Quinn's no help either. There's not a damn thing in here. There's a metal rod. There's an altar. There's a portrait. Might as well get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this room doesn't seem very... I mean, it looks cool, but, you know, gothic eldritch horrors are not exactly my aesthetic. So I, I say we head up to the top of the lighthouse, get this conch shell, and get the fuck out of here. Right oh, Mr. Copper. Let's do it. The two of you make your way into the stairwell of this lighthouse um looking up it seems to go up one two three stories now make me a perception check now make you a perception check yeah quinn's gonna do the same (laughs) let's see i got a nine quinn got a four uh mr copper it's incredibly dusty in here Yes, it is quiet, isn't it? They, they need some good. They need some good uh, housekeeping. All right, let's go up. <laughs> um, <laughs> you start uh, climbing these stairs. You go. You know, you go up one story, and there's a door waiting for you. But you could. Is this you could the keep top going. of the lighthouse, or do the stairs keep going up? Stairs keep going up. I kind of want to peek through this door now. All right. Perfect. Um, can I do that? Can I try and roll a stealth? Uh, yes, you should roll stealth. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love to hear it. 
I don't want to roll stealth anymore. I got a seven. You open this door. <coughs> and a chair swivels towards you. The cruel face of a half-orc uh, wearing the craziest getup you have ever seen just kind of looks at you. He's got this long, dreaded black hair. Uh, he's got this mean face. And he's wearing armor. Make me a nature check. Nature check? Yeah. It's uh, 15. 15. His armor is made of giant octopus hide. And it's got this whole, like, nautical theme to it. Okay. He sitting in a chair, and there's this giant opalescent conch in his lap. He looks to you and says, By gods, who are you? Who are you? Charlie Silver. Charlie. At your service. Get out. Get out now. I don't... You're, you're not with me. You're not with the cult. Get out. Well, see, that's what we're... We're here to join the cult. Dece we heard this was the place to come. Deception check. DC 20. Deception. <laughs> please. Please die. <laughs> Roll good for me. For once. And of course it doesn't! <laughs> He looks at you. You're not what to cult. You're... You're defying the Stormlord. You're not here for anything worth mentioning. Make me a constitution saving throw as he casts Thunderwave on you. And then roll initiative. I got a 17 as my constitution saving throw. Quinn also got a 17. I got a... 23 is my initiative roll. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Quinn got a 15. And this dude got a 20. All right. You both succeed the constitution save. You're not going to be pushed, but you do take four points of damage each. And, sorry, your max HP is what again? 24? 24. This is 26. Jared knocked down to 20. He's knocked down to 22. As he casts Thunderwave on you, you feel that that power kind of surge into you. Uh, <clears throat> yours comes from music. His came from the howl of some sort of weird whale voice. He's and yeah, lets it out. Say, can you. you do that really quick? How does this that that was it? <laughs> and he casts Thunderwave on you. It is your turn. I am so tired of fighting today. I am going to cast uh as my action, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on him. He needs to make a dexterity saving throw. That is a thirteen total. 13 total. 
he fails, so he's outlined in blue light. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to say, Quinn, get rid of this fucker. And I'm going to give him more bardic inspiration. Perfect. The the light kind of shines over him and he says, What? What is this sorcery you've put on me? He is going to cast on Quinn Lightning Bolt. Quinn needs to make a deck save. Nat 20. So Quinn is going to take 4d6 lightning damage right now. Jesus. Quinn takes 14 points of damage. If he had failed that, he would have taken probably 28, and he would have died. <clears throat> this lightning streaks across the room, blasts into Quinn's chest. He just fucking hits the wall and kind of clutches himself, and he says, Mr. Copper, holy shit, this guy's a lot stronger. This guy's a lot stronger than I was, uh, I was expecting. Oh, I could have used cutting words. <laughs> he didn't roll to hit. I'll remember that next time. He didn't roll to hit. It was That was a deck save. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was his turn. Quinn uh, charges forward. Now rage boiling in him. He says, you're not going to kill me. I've got too much to do on this earth to die. But I like to you, you weird fucking octopus man. Quinn, that's going to be a miss. But let me do some. He could hit with his bardic inspiration. So he's going for it. He needs a three or higher. I rolled a two. He fucking misses. Quinn swings. This thing, this guy, this half-work man, who doesn't seem quite human, dodges him very nimbly and says, You, small man, will die here today. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's an orc. I wouldn't imagine that he seems quite human. No, he seems, he's half-orc, first off. And, okay. And, but he seems not humanoid. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Bradley, it's your turn. I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow and shoot at him. Okay. That's going to be a nine to hit. Nine is a miss. He dodges that uh, nimbly. That's, that's the best I got. And he swings just this clawed, weird, fishy hand down towards Quinn's face. Nat 20. I'm definitely going to use my cutting words okay. too. Uh, as he's trying to claw at Quinn, I'm going to say, your mother is disappointed in you and your weird fishy self. Okay, you need to drop this 20 down below a 16. I got a 7, or a 3. Wait, what? A three? I got a three, so it's going to drop down 17. to... 17. So he still hits, but he doesn't crit. Uh, Quinn takes six points of damage. He's down to two. Uh, he says, You should have never come here. Quinn is going to use his bonus action to second wind. 
and he regains 10 HP, putting him at 12. He nice. He flexes his muscles and he says, I told you, you son of a bitch. I've got too much to do on this earth. And he's going to try and pull the old cock crusher. Hell yeah. Quinn hits, dealing uh, 10 points of damage. Almost max. Hell yeah. He's, his first hit you've got on this guy cracks him right in the, the cock and the guy kind of, don't, don't mess with my tentacles. Uh, you almost gag as he calls his cock a, a tentacle and it is your turn. <laughs> I'm going to, oh gods, that's disgusting. I'm going to shoot my hand crossbow at him. That's going to be a 12 to hit. 12 is a miss. Fuck. It just shoots right through the window of this room. Um, it's his turn again. He's going to use Thunder Wave once more on Quinn. Quinn needs to make another constitution save, which he succeeds, so he's not pushed back. He does, however, take eight points of damage. Knocking him back down to 4 HP. Quinn shudders as this thunder hits him. He kind of grips his his leg and... Mr. Cropper, I'm not doing too good over here, but... I'm good enough to punch this motherfucker in the teeth. And he strikes back. Cracks this guy in the face. Dealing 7 points of damage. Nice. Mosco, you know this guy's name because the banshee told you. Uh, oh yeah. He he kind of reels, and it's your turn. I'm gonna try and shoot him again with the hand crossbow. Um, every failure is getting to me. I'm getting angrier, and it's a ten to hit. Swing and a miss. Fires wide. He laughs and he says. So interesting that the small halfling is the only one giving me any sort of challenge. And once again, he swings, trying to rake his claws across Quinn's face. That is a miss. Quinn uh, nimbly dodges and he says, I'm going to see me mom again, you fucking animal. You're not taking me out of this fight, and you're not taking Mr. Copper neither. He, just like a boxer with blood in his eyes, goes for Mosco, hits him. Doesn't deal that much damage. Five total, which is the least amount of damage he can deal. Um, but just punches this dude again, kind of just really scrapes him across the stomach. Um, your turn. Why won't you die? <laughs> I say as I shoot my crossbow at him again. That's going to be a 20 to hit. It's a dirty 20, though. Okay, that's absolutely a hit. That's going to be 7 damage. Okie dokie. 7 damage. That sticks into his shoulder. He kind of... You. And he's going to move... Past Quinn. Quinn's going to get an attack of opportunity, which hits. 
Holy shit, Quinn. Quinn deals him 10 points of damage. Um, he's not coming for you, actually. He So he just moved without disengaging. He is going to, as soon as Quinn punches him once more, uh, Quinn, like, jumps. Mario uppercuts him in the chin. This dude reels, and he is going to leap out of the window of this room. You watch as he falls uh, down some rocks, taking some damage. Uh, he hits the water. And you watch as he latches on to a shark fin and swims away. This shark just takes him out of here, and the fight's over. Well, um, that was a bit odd. Is the shell anywhere? The shell is just sitting on the floor. I, let's get this back to, well, actually, I want to check out the top of the lighthouse. Okay, perfect. I look at Quinn first. I pick up the shell, um, and then I look at Quinn, and I say, Are you all right? Oh, I got beat the fuck out of me. Um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm glad. I don't know why I was missing so many shots. I was... I mean, Mr. Cover, we were not prepared to fight that guy. I mean... We weren't. That's just... Not at all. That... that... If we couldn't beat some octopus-clad cultist... Uh, Who's to say we could take down a dragon? I mean, we're not fighting a dragon, are we? Uh, isn't that the plan? Eventually, there's a dragon somewhere about, right? I mean, yes, but the dragon's not harming anyone right now, as far as we know. Right. He's just he's just in the area. Well, I don't know. All I'm saying is we got to get tougher. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I'm just saying I don't believe... I, d I don't think, at least, we'll be fighting a dragon anytime soon. Right. Well. Let's go check out this lighthouse. Shall we? The two of you continue to climb up. There is... Uh, well, make me another perception check. Another perception. That's going to be a nine. <laughs> make it with advantage. <laughs> with advantage. That's going to be a thirteen. You only needed a DC 10. I was like, dude, stop rolling nines. You, as you're climbing these stairs, the green light that had been pulsing so, so much is now shining on you. And you hear that thumping of the heartbeat. Just boom, 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 boom. You look up and you see there is, in fact, this floating beating heartbeat that is creating the light of the lighthouse. There's an, a giant floating heart uh, as you continue up. You there's a, there's a door that you pass completely. You just keep walking up. Um, do you choose to look directly into this light? No. Alright. Quinn also resists. He says that's that's bright as shite, Mr. Copper. What is that thing? It looks like a heart. I'd say we remove it. I believe it's causing this ghastly green glow, and it's 
making these ships crash. You move towards it, blindly reaching out. You try and grab it. You get your hands on it. It doesn't hurt you in any way. But as you pull it, you realize it can't be moved. Can I stab it? Yeah, you need to make me an attack roll with disadvantage. With disadvantage. If there was ever a time I needed my die to roll high, it's right now. They are both a ten. Ten is what you needed. You stab into this thing. Go ahead and roll me damage. Roll you damage. That's going to be... Six damage. Six damage. You carve into this thing. Quinn follows your lead. And smashes his gauntlet into it. Together, the two of you deflate this thing. Green blood oozes out. And the light dies down. And as you pull your hands away, this heart, now no longer glowing, looks rather weak and decrepit and it falls the 30 feet down to the bottom of the tower outside you hear a pain and as you look out to this lighthouse a green light in the sea blinks for a second and vanishes that was quite odd it was very very weird yeah i'll tell you that was that was just strange altogether let's get that conch and get the hell out of here yeah i agree i mean i already have the conch um but there was another door we passed on our way up here uh, let's go see what it is you walk into this room uh it's just a uh, sort of a vantage point you can see that there are in fact five sunken ships out here in the water one looks to have uh, sort of sea urchin carvings on it one of them has stars carved into it one of them has a beautiful woman carved into it. One of them has a, a, a golden seagull carved into it. And one of them has an orca carved into it. So each of the ships kind of has a theme. Um, but that's all you can see. You also see that the same metal rod that you'd seen below is running through this, this room. Okay. Can I, can I touch the rod? Yeah, you want to touch the rod? Yeah. You touch the rod, and you feel a surge of electrical power course through your veins as you have been blessed with the charm of the storm. You can cast the lightning bolt spell, third level only, as an action. Once you use this three times, the charm vanishes from you. Oh, fuck. You write that down in my notes. Quinn sees you pulse of power and he says, let me do it. He takes off his gauntlet. He touches it. Nothing happens. <laughs> Mr. Copper, come on, man. Stop taking all the cool stuff. I didn't know. I didn't know. This is on... Uh, I, mean, I, I wanted lightning bolt powers. <laughs> the two of you, for, for time's sake, we're going to go ahead and cut ahead. The two of you return the conch to the banshee she holds it in her arms she's her her purple gowns flowing she says ah oh, this is my spell casting focus and you found it just like i asked you 
I guess... I also think we killed that half-orc. You avenged me. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> and she disappears. Is there anything inside this cave? Not at all. Barnacles. You go back to the crab and he says, Oh, yeah, uh, you, you did it. You you set my, my master free. That's that's just amazing, guys. Um, Well, uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out a ship for you, okay? And uh, I'm gonna get you some cool treasure. Hey, can you look at the one that has the golden seagull on it? Um. Yeah. 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 Of course. That uh, I can do that. Sure. Why not? He just kind of crab walks into the ocean, starts to swim off. You and Quinn have a second just to chill, and. Take a break. I'm going to let you each take a short rest. Okay. I have. Quinn's back up to I nine do HP. Have one hit die left. So. Quinn did as well. I gain one health. But I mean, I didn't need too much, so it's fine. While you're waiting, Quinn. Uh... I say, Quinn, that was. This excursion has been... Well, they wouldn't... I never would have experienced this without you. So I'm glad you're here. Um, he nods and he says, Mr. Copper, I, I want to tell you something about myself, if that's all right. Absolutely. Um, me mom, she's in a lot of danger. She's She's dying. And I, I actually started working with you to try and keep her safe. Um, I'm, I'm sending a lot of money I make back to her, you know, help her out with her health. Of course. Um, so... Do you need more gold? Like, is that what you're asking? No, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm making great money working with you, but... Um, I just want you to know... Two things. Um, every yes. time you help keep me safe in a fight, just know that you're really helping me, Mom. And it means a lot to have someone who's got my back the way you do. You also of need course, to know... I, you're, you're my friend. I would never let anything bad happen to you. On purpose, at least. Thanks for that, Mr. Copper. Um... I'm glad you consider us friends, but you also need to know, my mom is the mo most important thing in the world to me. She's she's the only thing I've got, really. Um, so you need to know if, if there ever comes a time where I feel like I can't go true to mission, I, I don't care about cowardice, I don't care about pride or honor, uh, any name-calling or deceit or betrayal or whatever you feel if I were to abandon you. Uh, my health, and in turn, me mom's health, is the most important thing, and she is my priority number one. You're number two. I mean, of course, I... It's understandable. Well, thanks. Your mother is your drive. It, she's your reason for going forward. My drive is, right now, money. So, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the gold, and you're going to do whatever it takes to help your mother, and there is no shame in that. Um, and while I would be hurt if you did abandon me, especially, say, in the middle of battle, I would understand. Well, let's just say I hope it never comes to that. 
I surely hope it never comes to that. Which is why, I, you know, that's a little odd that you were talking about fighting a dragon. <laughs> Wouldn't that be really a death wish? That's, I, I think that's what I'm getting at, Mr. Copper, but we can talk about that later. Here comes our, our little friend. And the crab swims back up and he says, I, uh, I hope you're, you're a mace guy, because uh, I found this. And he hands you a mace that is shaped uh, a little bit differently than yours. It's, it's got this sort of aqua tone to it in the metal. And it's, it's very well crafted, very well weighted. And on the, the actual head of the mace, it, there's like this kind of ornate sea serpent ratched, uh, wrapped around it. And uh, this is a plus one mace, Bradley, that he has retrieved oh, for fuck you. fuck yeah. Is this all you found? Well, uh, um, I, I also found uh, the, the, the dead body of Mosco floating in the ocean. Um, oh, so we did kill him. Good job, <laughs> us. Quinn, Quinn high-fives you. Um, he says, that, that'll be a shared kill. It's the it's the it's the little things. It's it's the little things like killing the guy that almost killed you. Yeah. Uh, well, he really almost killed you. I was fine. That's so true. Okay. Um, the crab says, <clears throat> "I like I like the I like the me standing back and you going head first. I don't like that you're put into more danger, but I do like myself being put into less." So. Right, right, Mister Carper. It I, works out. I, I got that. The crab says, "I I, I really can't go out and you know." find more treasure for you because those sharks are going to start, you know, wondering what's going on, but there are other there are four other ships. Um if you want to try and go find what's in them, more power to you. There's probably some good treasure, but just know <laughs> there's some dangerous sharks out there. I mean, we can always come back. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, right? Mm, yeah, sure. Uh I think I think that's completely fine. Um, I did have a, a proposition for you, you two guys. Um, yes. What's uh, what's on your mind? Well, now that my my master is you know laid to rest, I, I don't really have much to do, and uh, I, I'm you know I'm I'm kind of handy to have around. You know, I'm a good swimmer, and I, I got these mean claws, and he kind of pinches at you. He says, um, would would the two of you mind? Nah, it sounds silly saying it like this, but. Would you mind taking me on adventures with you? Quinn looks at you and... I look at Quinn. Oh, I guess we look at each other. <laughs> your, your eyes lock, and he says, Mr. Copper, I really don't care one way or the other. I have no qualms with this. I, I mean, you know, it's more... I, I, I lean in... I, I kind of take him aside, and I say, Look, we can also, you know, use that crab as bait for enemies to go for instead of us. Quinn, bottom of his screen, Quinn will remember that. Mr. Copper, that's kind of cold, but okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, but it's it's a... No, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. Let's take him it's along. It's a crab. Let's I take him wanna, along. I don't want to say it's, it's, not, it, it's not as important as us, but it is a crab. You know, we eat those, so... Yeah, absolutely right. All right, yeah, let's let's take him. Why not? Whatever. Okay, yeah. He Quinn oh, Quinn to looks crab. to the crab, and he says, "What are we even going to call you?" And the crab. Yes. What should we call you? Uh, I I never had a name, so. <laughs> what, what do you guys want to call me? I I'm gonna look around, at 
my surroundings. And how many ships did you say there were? There were five ships. Okay, so there's there's the seagull, the orca, the naked lady, the sea urchin. starfish. Not starfish. It's like stars. Starfish. It's like stars. It's just stars and then the sea urchin. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to roll a d6. Uh, each number is going to be associated with one of those, except for the number six, and then I'm just going to roll again if I land on a six. All right. Um, so one is going to be Naked Lady, two is Orca, three is Urchin, four is Stars, and five is Seagull. Perfect. Five, Seagull. His name is Seagull. Seagull. I, I kind of like that because I, I really, <clears throat> I hate seagulls. So, um, in a way... It's a bit of an ironic it's, name. It's kind of, it's a good bit. That's a good bit right there. I mean, yeah, that's kind of funny. So, okay, seagull, yeah, I'll be seagull. Seagull, yee, oh, and he does a little crab dance. Okay, well, welcome to the team, seagull. I'm glad to have you. Seagull looks at you and he says, I promise you, you won't regret this. I'm super helpful, and I'm sure I won't die sometime in the future. And he gives you a little... I really hope you don't. He gives you a crab high five. The bile's of an action, the dripping of iron, they slither beneath me like vines. A child ill-impassioned, unbidden and tired, dithered between space and time. Save our reverend Guanaco. Spare the zealous lion Modular is Thorin George as Bradley Copper, and Luke Job is our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music, and you can find his website link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod, join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, follow us on Instagram at the Modular Podcast, follow us on TikTok at the Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the modular podcast here's a quick shout out to blue sky 54 or 5054 rather as well as that one cleric and space cowgirl 798 they all follow us on tiktok and if you want a shout out maybe you should follow us on tiktok too we really appreciate all the support we're getting if you're liking our videos if you're watching our videos if you're liking our tweets or our instagram pics whatever you're doing to show support we see it and we appreciate it. It really means the world to us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening to Modular.